0: And welcome to the thirty second Come Up and Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up and Reviews.
1: Hey, it's me, Ty. We're back. Wow, thirty-two. You know, we're getting ever closer to that elusive thirty-three. <laughs> wow.
0: <man. laughs> it's imminent, I think. It's,
1: it's just a few weeks away, really, because we have a Connoisseur on the docket for Richard Norton. So we're gonna record uh, yes. that real soon. And a bunch of other people which I'll mention at the end of the show.
0: So And speaking of Connoisseur. Yes. Uh, we were talking on his podcast about how we recently watched Cyborg Cop and Cyborg Soldier with David Bradley.
1: And what's great about those, what's also their classics because they're goofy fun, is that he wears a fanny pack. (laughs)
0: Right. And and in both movies, he wears a fanny pack.
1: That's true. And he had maybe have a gun in his fanny pack, which I think people might have had in the 90s.
0: Well, you might as well. It might get a little heavy, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's...
1: (laughs) It's yeah it weighs you, yeah, you down maybe this was wooden guns i don't know is like i, mean, I don't I, know i'm not too sure about that okay well it was the 90s everything everything uh was crazy then <laughs> people had these, one of the uh, others, yeah. fannies sorry
0: one of the other characters if you remember in cyborg soldier also had a fanny pack so it wasn't mm-hmm. just him it was kind of like the style of the day
1: yeah I, I don't think we had fanny packs i don't think we wore them right i don't remember uh. <laughs> uh, if we did, I, I, if we did, I don't remember. I was trying to remember. I maybe convinced I maybe wore an orange fanny pack. I don't know. I, did, I might oh. just make that up. Or I just See, so the, the problem change. is you want to
0: be like David you want to be like yeah. David Bradley. See so the, the thing problem. is if I had seen those movies at the time and I saw that, I would say, Mom, can I have a fanny pack? Because yeah, I yeah. would want one because because you know, David Bradley is shown as being really cool. He has sunglasses, he's riding his motorcycle, yep. you know, he he's cool <laughs> and so you think, Oh, I want to be cool and have a fanny
1: pack like him. And that's what I thought. So I was like I'll Yeah, hey mom, can I have a fanny pack for my birthday? So <laughs> right, that's what you sounded like back then. Yes. So, uh, I try to think of anything else. (laughs) I know this sounds kind of random, but I guess this is the classic preamble of the show. Is you remember like a song stuck in your head just for no reason?
0: Well, of course, all the time, and not just one. Sometimes I have multiple songs stuck in my head at the same time. Oh, really? In
1: multiples? I only have one. You know, I I still have Johnny hates Jazz, Shattered Dreams stuck (laughs) in my head. This is like week two. It's like (laughs) the the, the Shattered Dreams, Shattered Dreams. So, well, <laughs> you can't sing any more of
0: that because then Johnny himself will uh, oh. will come after us.
1: Well, it be Johnny Hates come up in reviews. I guess it's a lot. Long-
0: yeah, yeah, we don't want that.
1: <laughs> or Johnny Hates. We don't us. want Clark Datchler to come after
0: us because that's the guy's <laughs> name, right? Clark Datchler.
1: Man, that's an awesome name. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if Ty Datchler. <laughs> Brett Datchler. Pretty cool. Sounds like Brett
0: Baxter Clark, the guy from all those great action movies.
1: He was in uh, Delta Force Commando
0: one (laughs) right but not delta force commando two priority red one One.
1: yeah that was richard hatch not the guy from survivor who was naked and does has maybe had some tax issues it's this other richard hatch so (laughs) as opposed to clark datch hey clark datch hey datch
0: (laughs) i'm sure sure his buddies and johnny hates jazz you know they show up to band practice they're like hey Datch, (laughs) what's up
1: hey what's up ready to play some shattered dreams today it's like, yes. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> but I guess we can go to our classic segment, unless you want to keep talking about Cyborg Cop, Cyborg Soldier. Uh, well, or- and,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't want to repeat too much what we said on the Kind of Sir podcast, but for our UK listeners, uh, I believe the term is bum bag. Yes. <laughs> Instead of a fanny pack. So in case you're confused and I can see why they might not have wanted to call it a fanny pack in those countries. They call it a bum bag. And as I said, I think I said this, because that doesn't sound much better to me, but I think that's what they called it. Oh,
1: that's funny. It's funny how they have to change the name of what it is. So it's like due to their you know, English you know, their English laws and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. I something to do with the Magna
0: Carta or something. Yeah, something like
1: that. UK laws with their uh, you know, way of speaking they had to change it from fanny pack to bum bag i'd love to know it's like <laughs> well
0: we'll have to ask uh our uk listeners as to yes. why well i think we know why but yeah, how yeah. that process went was there a meeting
1: mm. i don't know oh yeah i would love to hear a meeting about that like i can't do a uk accent but sir we <laughs> got changed from fanny pack to bum bag sir okay but, like, <laughs> but anyway yeah, okay that was it that was the meeting
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody just walked out <laughs>
1: Okay. <clears throat> so I guess. So which which one do you
0: want to do first? Do you want to do the um the, no, cliche. the cliche of the day?
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's the cliche of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and um
0: on our list of cliches and for the day we have um falling over a railing.
1: <laughs> see, which basically winter.
0: means if there's someone oh, like near a railing and there's a shootout, yeah. they're gonna fall over the railing. It's oh, a wow. lot like how whenever there's a pool, someone falls in a pool. Yeah. Whenever there's a railing, <laughs> someone falls over the railing.
1: Yeah, and they go, whoa! And it's always in slow motion. They maybe crash into like a table. <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> right, and I think this happened a lot in the cyborg cop soldier yeah. movies.
1: Yeah, and they always these funny yells when they uh, fall. Like, ah! Like, <laughs> yeah, like, one of them
0: didn't sound all that excited. Like,
1: ah! Yeah, yeah it's like, eh, all right, I'll fall over the railing. <laughs> Here we go.
0: But, yeah, whenever there's someone in a higher tier, you know, maybe in a warehouse or somewhere, yep. it's bound to happen.
1: So That's a good one because it, it's in almost every movie. <laughs> but you can't help <laughs> but enjoy it now because you never know what they're going to say when you're like, oh, or ooh. <laughs> or,
0: yeah, sometimes they might sort of flip
1: or, oh, yeah. you know, go backwards over the railing. Yes. do you, I think I mentioned this during no the No episode. Uh, for No Retreat, No Surrender 3, Blood Brothers. It was an amazing flip over a railing, if you remember this. It was like, it was an insane stunt. you like, well, went like 15 I, feet over
0: railing. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of times, you know, there'll be... Well, this is more in those Exploding Hut movies. Well, there'll be an explosion, and you'll see people kind of spring into the air, like, boing. Yeah, yeah
1: boing, whoa. <laughs> That's what I always say, whoa. So did they die from that, or they... Or, Usually they're dead, right? It's,
0: it's, I think so, and at the very least they're out of commission. Like they're not yeah. going to be shooting at the bad for that moment.
1: They're definitely knocked out. Because if you if you get an explosion, you you go whoa. You're usually knocked out.
0: <laughs> um, and well, and and our theme of the day is that happens a lot yeah. in these AIP movies. So that yes. kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about.
1: Oh yeah, AIP coming very soon. We'll be talking shortly. <laughs> So I guess our next segment, unless you want to keep talking about railings.
0: Mm, I think falling over a railing pretty much speaks for itself.
1: <laughs> we have should have been an action star. So <clears throat> our, we have two of them today. Oh, I got to do the song. Oh, you're clearing your throat so you can sing the song. Oh, I guess, yes. I'm about to sing it. So yeah. <clears throat> should have been an action star.
0: Okay. So, um, <laughs> 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 um, So So, we have two kind of related people that are related in uh, maybe an unexpected way. So who do you have first?
1: We have Wolfgang Puck, the chef.
0: (laughs) Right. So why do you think Wolfgang Puck would make a good action star? If
1: I'm not mistaken, he has a beard, right? So Uh,
0: Does he? I I didn't think he did, but maybe he does now. I don't know. Okay.
1: Well, it, you know, gray beard or clean shaven, I think he can use his utensils to fight the villains in his, you know, awesome restaurants. So it's like I can see that. So he puts on a chef outfit, kind of like Steven Seagal in Under Siege. And then I guess it would just kind of be like Under Siege. But but instead of Steven Seagal, it's Wolfgang Puck. And maybe he like throws a steak at a guy's face or something like that. It's like
0: and not a snake, not a snake knife. Not a snake knife. Not, yeah. not a steak knife, but a, a, the actual steak. The
1: steak, yeah, actual steak, and the knife. So he throws the steak and then he throws the steak knife at the guy, and he dies. So.
0: <laughs> well, and plus he has a good name for it, Wolfgang. I mean, he, yeah. he almost could be a baddie, like one of these quote-unquote Euro-trash baddies that are always I mean, in these
1: movies. That's true. That's true. It'd be like Michael Paré and other like and uh, John Rhys Davies and Wolfgang Puck as Wolfgar. Some sort of <laughs> new image movie. Right,
0: right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, I can see that. And our friend, uh hillbilly horrors or underscore Horace VHS on Instagram, or his name is Dave. He gave us Gordon Ramsay, which is another chef. He could be a, vi- a villain also, because he has a British accent.
0: Or, or he could be the hero, and Wolfgang yeah. pub could be the villain. I mean, two chefs.
1: Oh, chef versus chef. I like it.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And I can see the final fight. Maybe they keep throwing the steak knives at each other, but miss.
0: Right, then they have like a, they both have butcher knives, but they're kind of like clanging against each other as yes. they fight in close uh, combat.
1: And maybe uh, Wolfgang or uh, Gordon, they, they slam the steak knife on the table and it wobbles, you know, because it's exciting. <laughs> so it's like, or he, he picks up and picks up again, like slam, and then it's like, I guess this could be a cool action scene.
0: It's like, I'm going to get my stuff you know, these chefs, there's a you know, there's a lot
1: of potential there. I guess I could just mention the other chef I have on here. I guess we're doing chefs, but we gotta go to their connection. So you wanna mention the other chef? I'll do another I'll do another chef another day. Let's oh, just say. Okay. Um so besides Wolfgang Puck, <laughs> we have Puck from the Real World T V show.
0: Now, so I know there was some confusion as to what his real name was, and I suggested yeah. his name was Charles Puckington. But <laughs> you actually did some digging and you found his name.
1: Yeah, his name, his real name is David Rainey. Yeah, if you remember this character from the real world, was it the first few seasons or first season? I,
0: was, I don't think it was the first season. It was one of the first couple seasons.
1: I'm not mistaken. I, I mean, I should have maybe looked up what he looked like again, but I think what well, he had blonde hair. And he, yeah, was and he was skinny, and he, was skinny and he was kind drunk. of looked like a little
0: punk. I mean, yeah, he looked like a little, little punk kid. So,
1: he was like a punk teenager. <laughs> no, he was older than a teenager, oh, but like I a think late. he had an
0: attitude in, in classic oh. 90s fashion.
1: Oh my goodness, he did, yeah. I maybe mean, He was very like gross, I remember that. That's why he was like uh, one of the first reality stars. But this is the puck you've never seen. So...
0: so He'd be like recruited by the government, almost like in an yeah. American assassin type of way, where <laughs> exactly. you know he's like some guy, and then you know maybe something bad happens to him, and he has to get the terrorists.
1: That's perfect. I think that's a good one. Yeah, he's recruited by the government. He's still puck from the real world.
0: Yeah, he's himself.
1: <laughs> he's himself, but he <laughs> but he's recruited by the government, and it's serious too. It's not like a joke. It's not like you know, uh, witless protection or something. No, no, a, no, no, no. Get it? Witless protection?
0: <laughs> yes. What you've seen,
1: right? I actually sat through witless protection. It was okay. I mean, it, I think we were snowed in and I just watched it.
0: It's yeah, cool. sure we were.
1: <laughs> yeah, we weren't snowed in. It was a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: exactly. But see, but see, the government probably thinks, oh, here we this got this, um, this hot reality star and maybe he could be an asset, you know, because kids yes. love MTV and they love Charles Puckington, which would be yeah. the name he has to go by, like his code name.
1: Yeah, he gets into all sorts of funny, uh, you know, maybe he has to wear a suit, maybe like a kind of a James Bond-esque bow tie. Yeah, and he has to try to be serious. I mean, we've kind of seen this plot before, but I would love to see it because it's really funny. We it's haven't so funny. seen him talk. No. And, <laughs> maybe he gets into a car chase and maybe, you know, because he's a wild man, right? So he, like, rams his car, like, really high up in the air. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude.
0: <laughs> right and like you said he's kind of gross i guess he yeah. doesn't mind getting dirty so maybe he yeah. could you know crawl around in the mud to get the baddies almost like white ghost you no know, bill, cat, as he, yeah.
1: As bill cat yeah as i would have called him <laughs> bill cat and uh, i could see it too like it would be like if looks could kill but better uh because mm. i'm not a fan of that yeah. movie so in my you know people love it great <laughs> could have been a lot better
0: all right, so puck would be. I don't have a,
1: I don't you know, have a title. Uh, maybe like, you know, puck. And not have know,
0: to play around the the a, a pun about puck.
1: Yeah. yeah like you know, and I'll think of something maybe towards the end oh. of the episode.
0: I'm <laughs> oh, sure you will. Or how about a Midsummer Night's Death?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it'd be a Shakespeare type of thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That would just be the title. Then. Yeah. It would be a, a normal action movie.
1: If you don't expect it, like, and then it says Puck. Oh, Puck from the, the Shakespeare play. He's in this. It's like, oh, no, nope, this <laughs> is Puck from the real world. <laughs> or is it Wolfgang
0: Puck? See, now we're getting kind of oh, crazy. Yeah. But,
1: this is David Rainey uh, or Charles Buckington.
0: So. Or, or how would it be in the credits? Would it say Dave, David Puck Rainey? You know? <laughs> or how would they do it?
1: I think it would be, yeah, David Puck Rainey. Or if it's like Andrew Dice Clay, it would be Andrew Clay. So it would just be uh, Dave Rainey or something like that. <laughs> Or David Rainey, no puck, because you have to be serious, you know. Kinda like,
0: it's not like 50 Cent, it's now Curtis 50 Cent Jackson or yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So this yeah. would be like David Puck Rainey.
1: David Puck Rainey yeah, at first, and then he gets more serious. So he'll be David Puck Rainey the first couple of movies, and, <laughs> and then he just goes to David Rainey.
0: So. Right, right, exactly. Just just like those <laughs> aforementioned people. Yeah.
1: The, All right, so that yeah, makes well, sense, and I think yeah. we've talked
0: about that long enough. So, yeah, I um,
1: was about to say, let's go on to our next, uh, our actual topic of the day. <laughs> which, is which is AIP. Is, yes, AIP, part one of... Who
0: knows, because... <laughs> It, it, we couldn't we couldn't even come close to putting all the AIP movies that we want to talk about into one episode. So just so people know, this is going to be an ongoing series that we do yes. throughout this year and maybe next year. Yeah,
1: it's it's, not 2021 for sure. We'll probably do one in the next couple of months. So
0: Right, well, I mean, yeah. we're going to do other topics in the meantime, but we're going to periodically come back to AIP. Yes. Uh, because it is kind of a big subject, and it's uh, I do have a bit of background about AIP, not that much, yeah. but I yeah, think it's pretty AIP? big. Why? It's Action International Pictures. Now, this isn't to be confused with American International Pictures, which is already kind of funny that they called their company AIP because there's already <laughs> a very well-known and well-established movie company called AIP. Um, but, an and and they trafficked in some of the same stuff, you know, like kind of low-budget uh, fare. Um, but these tapes are always to be found in video stores, and yes. some are pretty collectible now. And you have a lot of them. I sure do.
1: And some are so, gone, unfortunately,
0: too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm I'll sure make... you
0: want them back.
1: Certain ones, yes. But certain ones, if I held on to them, I'd be making a lot of money. But I guess you make mistakes. And I'll, I'll point out which ones are gone. If, if they I'm come sure up
0: as today. we go along, that's what we'll do. And I think we have talked about some of these movies throughout other podcasts. But yeah, we have. just in the interest of completeness, we're going we're gonna to just talk AIP yep. for this episode and future episodes.
1: Yeah, I have 12 uh, AIP movies to talk, uh, to start with this time for part one, I'm just going to hit with the first one, which is alien seed. Well, uh,
0: uh, before you get to alien seed, let me just yeah, do a ahead. bit of quick background.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Sure. Finish the background.
0: Um, don't worry. There's not that much, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, okay. but, well, I'm uh, I'm happy to listen, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, Action International Pictures, also known as West Side Studios, which is interesting because you know when you watch these movies, you will see a credit for West Side Studios.
1: Yeah, I have a I have a few tapes from them, like Double Threat. So that's his. And West there's the reason Studios. for that? Okay,
0: because um, later on in the career of AIP, you know David Winters, because AIP was founded by David Winters, David A. Pryor, and Peter Uval. Um,
1: yes, now, all those names are familiar from these movies we've seen. <laughs>
0: And um, according to what I was able to dig up, it said Winters bought out his partners in 1992 and rebranded AIP as West Side Studios. This was acknowledged as a nod to his 30 year association with West Side Story, as, mm-hmm. as well as to de-emphasize action films. Pryor, Pryor would continue to direct for the company he sold. So basically he called it West Side because I guess he was involved with West Side Story.
1: A movie I've never seen. I haven't seen it either. No. I know it's about you know the New York Jets and you know, the Chicago <laughs> yeah, Sharks yeah, exactly. or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, now, according to this, the year of its creation, 1986, was a turning point for David Winters. After being overruled on a casting decision for Thrashing, Winters made the professional decision to control all aspects of future projects. AIP was organized by Winters with partners Pryor and Yuval. Although Josh Brolin was ultimately cast in Thrashen, Winters' choice was a pre-21 Jump Street Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Win- Winters had pre- uh, previously been a partner in the successful Winters Rosen organization in the 1970s. So that's interesting. So if Johnny Depp had ended up in Thrashing, we might not have AIP as we know it today.
1: That's really interesting. And then he goes, that was – it, that's really interesting that, how that works sometimes. that. that thanks for Johnny Depp. <laughs> um,
0: and uh, no according to IMDb, AIP produced 17 films and distributed 41 films and videotapes between 1988 and 1994. And were involved in a total of 46 films in this period. Now we're going to talk about a lot of these. I mean, you know, IMDb <laughs> and Wikipedia aren't always correct. And we're we not. should take that bit of information with a grain of salt.
1: Well, because, you know, they, because you know they make them, but also they distribute the movies too, right? So I guess yes. that also counts. Well, more,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That definitely counts if it has the AIP logo on the box. We're going to talk about it.
1: Yes. So that's yeah. perfect. It's, I think some of them are like produced by or made by David A. Pryor, but they would they they put them out. So.
0: Yeah, they picked them up. It's almost like Trauma. They would do these pickups and you yes. know just to release them. And said, um, 15 of these films were written and directed by Pryor. Winters directed three of the films, including Space Mutiny and produced 28 of them. Yuval wrote, directed and produced two of the AIP films, Dead End City and Firehead, which we'll (laughs) be talking about both, and directed two more. Like many low-budget film productions, AIP's original films used many of the same cast and crew in many of the films, including David Pryor's brother Ted as actor and writer, the apparently – this is how they say it, The apparently versatile William Zip as actor, writer, <laughs> director, producer, and wow. stuntman. He's apparently versatile? No. He
1: is. He is. He, take that out. Not apparently. on Wikipedia? Yes, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, it's Wikipedia. It. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, you, and while you're there, you could say that Hulk Hogan was a talking pineapple.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> for people that
0: don't know, that's what Wikipedia actually said for a while. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> so i think funny. that's all we'll do for the background when can get to the good part we're just talking about the movies
1: sure uh-huh. well i think i was gonna start with alien seed now the thing about alien seed is i found that a time tunnel right or, yeah i think i did but uh it stars eric estrada and it's about you know aliens or EBS. remember the EBS? yeah
0: Yeah, they call them EBS in the movie which stands for extraterrestrial biological entities
1: yeah amazing uh memory because i didn't remember that at all
0: well what's interesting is i think for this they were trying to tap into the ufo community and i think that's a (laughs) term that hardcore ufo people actually use instead of ufo babies so that's I think what Alien Seed was trying to do was tap into that market, like, be be more technical for people that are really, really into UFOs. Like, this is the real terminology we actually use, you know?
1: Well, they, they might be out there. You know, people see them, so why would you disbelieve them? Like, hey, I saw that uh, flying saucer up in, you know, Arkansas. I'll believe them, sure. <laughs> well, I, yeah.
0: personally, I do think they're out there, but that's just me.
1: You know, um, the truth is out I, there. I, I think, because I watched
0: Alien Seed. So.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a movie that I don't have anymore. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'll get it back. I just, I, I made some mistakes in the tape purge. <laughs> I, I mentioned uh, that in previous episodes, and that was one of them. And that was a mistake. But so this is a,
0: what happens I mean? in Alien Seed, though.
1: Well, I think from my memory serves. It's uh, Eric Estrada is a doctor, and she, and it's like you know these aliens impregnating a lady, right? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Was well, so yeah, he though. gets involved
0: with like a ufo conspiracy plot and he has to yeah. find it
1: out well i don't think it's eric it's someone else it's about some woman eric's just kind of hanging around
0: well no eric's so, like the evil doctor The evil he? doctor
1: yeah but there's like a woman who's on the run from these like yeah he's yeah, people. People. yeah so i mean i remember enjoying the movie i think i mean here's if you remember this brett from back in the day like we watched these movies but we did we we got them Yeah, that they're, they're stupid. But they were like, "Wait, this is stupid." You know what I mean? But <laughs> you know what I mean? don't like, think we
0: properly appreciated the stupidity yeah. of it. Like, you know, it's yes, they're stupid, but not yeah. in a bad way it's that you don't like.
1: But you it's, know, it's in a good way that you do like. Exactly, oh, perfect, perfect description. Because it's like that's why I made some mistakes. Like, well, wait, this is stupid. That's what I was thinking. So like, well, that's goodbye, alien seed. You know, what I mean? <laughs> but see,
0: that's that's before we really. D- got heavily into the website and got to 1200 plus reviews and then we yeah. came to realize that stupidity is like the color wheel you know mm-hmm. there's lots of different shapes and you know sizes and colors of stupid you know right. it's stupid isn't just one thing you know it's kind of right. like how the Eskimos have like 500 words for snow yeah it's
1: kind of it's like the A-I-P A-I-P yeah, 500 words, words for stupid, stupid. yeah yeah, yeah. it's 500 words for stupid so right and so,
0: you know, there's good stupid, bad stupid, 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 uh, entertaining stupid, not entertaining stupid. There's a million types of stupid.
1: Exactly. And Alien Seed falls into so fun awesome stupid. Exactly. exactly. So I would recommend it. I mean, now I have to get another copy, but no, I'll worry about that in the new year. So our next well, – oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry,
0: just say that it does have kind of a very kind of low-budget look to it, which might put yes. some people off.
1: It's definitely junky. I think – like I said, when we watch that with our friend, his name is Mo. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, okay, this is stupid." And I remember it was like a car chase, and well, I, I mean, guess
0: because maybe because Eric Estrada's in there has to be a car chase, like Night of the Wilding, or yeah, um, well, you know, which is really a motor chase, but it has a great one—the the one that's on the baseball field.
1: Yes, I love that one where it's like a really good car flip, really good stunt. But I, think, I think we'll be
0: getting to that later because is
1: that an AIP or no? Yeah, I think it's one of these, uh, uh you know distributed things so okay so okay. we'll get to that later
0: so as far as alien seed yeah i mean it, it's more of a sci-fi with a bit of action it's not like one of these crazy slam bang action movies it's more like this alien conspiracy type of thing done on a rock bottom budget
1: if i'm not mistaken actually night of the wilding is a pm movie it's an early oh, pm
0: you're right yes yeah. i thought something off about that yeah, yeah the
1: way the kick fighters is an aip <laughs>
0: Oh, we'll be talking about that. For
1: Not sure. in this episode, unfortunately, but because oh, we already did. keep
0: listeners in suspense because that's one of probably it's one of my favorite AIPs. Well,
1: because if you go back to our episode of uh, Night, didn't we have a, a night episode. So yeah, oh, so
0: yeah, we, we talked about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna push it back to another uh, AIP uh, part three or something. <laughs> okay. So our next movie, Batman, which, yeah. Our next movie is At Gunpoint. Tim uh, Bobkin. Yeah, Tane Bodkin. It's like this really low-budget Western. I know the movie it's not. It's
0: funny. It's like uh, one of these psychological tests, like black, white, (laughs) up, down. At some point, Tane Bodkin. That's like the first thing that came to my mind. um, (laughs) That's the guy's name, and his name is Tain, T-A-I-N, Bodkin. Yeah.
1: He can't be So That
0: should have been the tagline. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's, again, it's no-budget Western where – they're looking for some gold or something and yeah, people just had, like these six shooters
1: it was pretty junky and guess what that's gone too so was, uh. um because like when we were like well it's kind of boring and there's nothing going on i know it's an AIP but uh, i guess it's got to go i remember we had this long long process of the uh tape purge um so i mean i'm trying to remember much about it was kind of boring as you just said so hmm. i guess if you could see it if you can watch it for free I guess check it out, because it's for Tane Bodkin. Or if you're an AIP
0: completist. But again, exactly. I think this is a pickup. I don't think this was made by AIP. Yeah, why they picked it up, I'm not 100% sure. Probably because it was available.
1: <laughs> you know, the cover's kind of cool. It's like a Western kind of cover. The guy's like on some rocks with a gun.
0: Yeah, and you think, oh, okay, at gunpoint, AIP, Tane Bodkin. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to rent this. if yeah, not that's buy. That's why
1: it. I bought it. That's why I bought it. Like, Tane Bodkin's in this? It's
0: like... <laughs> yes. But it kind of was a little underwhelming yeah
1: let's go to our next movie you don't want to keep talking about
0: i have nothing else to say about Echo point so
1: (laughs) it's armed for action
0: okay armed for action
1: remember there's a song Uh, oh i see joe estevez oh joe estevez yes it's like i'm armed for action (laughs) it's like it's kind of like a you know, like kind of a soft rock tune.
0: Man, do you think Arm for Action would be more of a harder rock song?
1: No, no, but it also has one of the our immortal actors we all love, Rocky Patterson.
0: Yes, Rocky Patterson. Yeah, uh, so Rocky Patterson is you the good guy thing.
1: and Yeah, and Joe Smith's is like the bad it's guy. Habit. It's like about mobs, you know, chasing after uh, Rocky Patterson and his friend and Joe Smith. I think Joe Smith's like the chief or something from my memory oh, serves. Absolutely.
0: So, oh, okay. I, I thought he was a bad guy. But that, maybe I'm thinking of that other movie.
1: Yes, um, which is called Dark Rider.
0: Uh, yes. That is He's not, an evil land developer. Yeah. Which it usually is.
1: We, uh, that's not posted on the site yet. It will be probably a, a year or longer. But uh, we'll talk about that soon. So, but the show has to be at its best on that one.
0: So this is kind of another, yeah, another low-budget movie that's very it's like a regional type movie yeah um, that's a
1: good point yeah i can look at the review it's just uh <laughs> i remember there were some you know it, there's some like silly humor in it and he's like like oh i don't want to be uh you know on the run i'm in the bathroom or something it's like I was why,
0: gonna why? Say, there's some sort of like bathroom humor i guess yeah i remember that unfortunately but, but... it shows rocky patterson's um comedic side
1: yes <laughs> i can look at the plot of this for a second here we go so Alex and his cousin Jake are two fun-loving cousins who are just living their lives in Poolview, Pool Poolville, Texas. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trouble comes to town in the form of a man named West, played by Joe Estevez. Okay, oh, so he's the bad guy. I guess it's bad. I, I maybe I remember watching the trailer and he's like, oh, maybe he was the chief. So no, and then I'm no. reading the review. I'm wrong. Okay, so <laughs> if you look at the site, we have a funny uh, screenshot of Joe Estevez yelling into like a. Uh, Walkie talkie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we
0: all love Joe Estevez.
1: Yeah, we said that he puts in a wild eyed performance.
0: Well, that's good because you know he didn't have to. You know, he could have just played low, but he—I yeah. think he did give it some oomph.
1: You know, he does help a lot in these AIP movies that he's in because he has it, just like Martin Sheen. So I think he might even be better at Martin Sheen, Joe Estevez. <laughs> Well, I
0: think he does take more chances.
1: He takes way more chances than Martin. You know, Martin was, you know, he's in these goofy movies like Sacred Cargo, but Joe Estevez is an arm for action.
0: You're right. And uh, in a moment of passion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in a moment of passion.
0: Yeah. Which is not an AIP movie, but we did just watch it recently.
1: Yeah, it's from the makers of uh, Soul Taker. Which is an AIP movie. So it's, right, but but in a moment of passion, isn't? But it, yeah, it has no. the same
0: cast as Vivian Schilling, Robert Zidar, and Joe Estevez. It's
1: That's amazing. Also, Maxwell Caulfield, and was there one more person? But um,
0: uh-huh. I forget now. Oh, there's like a brief appearance, like a, basically a cameo by Jeff Conaway. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I was at Jeff Conaway. Yeah. yeah, he was in it for like what a minute. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can go to our next movie, which is Codename Vengeance. Uh. I, I don't think we talked about this one too much. It's uh, Ginty, Robert Ginty. Uh,
0: yeah, I think out of Codename Vengeance and the other one we just posted on the website that's very similar. Um, oh, mission, mission Kill? Mission Kill. Codename Vengeance is the better one because there's the amazing scene with the forklift.
1: <laughs> and let's not is, forget, that was yeah. the one of the funniest things of all time. Very. Just, seek this one out just to see that one scene. I'm trying to get my own
0: copy. We won't say anything about it, no spoilers, but we'll just say it involves a forklift.
1: And you will guaranteed laugh.
0: Yes, you might be rolling on the floor, it's so stupid, and and funny, and just the timing of it. I'll say it involves a forklift and timing, I will say that. But I won't say anything else, and for that alone, (laughs) it's worth seeing, and it's better than the very similar um, Mission Kill.
1: Let's, let's not forget, we also will laugh at Ginty's name and codename Vengeance, which is Monroe Beeler. Right. Sounds very close to Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> right. When people say his name in the movies, are like, are they saying Bieber?
1: Yeah, it sounds like um, Bieber. So it's like Monroe Bieber. It's like, <laughs> oh, it reminds me, remember when Justin Bieber wanted to remake Fear, the Mark Wahlberg movie? <laughs>
0: I think he really, really wanted to do it. He was like trying everything to yeah. to do that, but people kept turning him down. Yeah, it so was like think his dream even, project.
1: Exactly. I think he even asked Marky Mark for his like approval, and he's like, "Nah, nah." <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there is that video on YouTube of him from CSI where he gets yeah. shot.
1: Yeah, Justin Bieber. He gets shot. And it's, it's a it's like a loop for 15 hours. He's getting shot. Like, oh, I'm gonna kill. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you want to just put that on the background while you have, like, have a party or something, you can. There's like a, it's I forget how many hours it is, but it's this scene of him being shot over and over and over and over.
1: Um, <laughs> kind of like the
0: when Jane Cook gets killed in Mr. Yeah, Brooks.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, spoiler.
0: <laughs> spoiler. Maybe I should take that out.
1: Um, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. People seem... You, have, you had over near 15 years to watch Mr. Brooks. So it's like, <laughs> all right. He might not get killed. It could be a dream sequence. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's probably a dream. Yeah, so it's like... I can read the plot of Codename Vengeance from 1987, directed by David Winters. Uh, Okay, so in Africa, an evil terrorist named Musim Tabrik, uh, he wants political influence, and then guess who has to go up against him? Monroe Beeler. Of course. (laughs) And then he teamed up with his friend Dutch Busselmeyer, (laughs) played by Cameron Mitchell. and. uh, Busselmeyer. Yeah, do you remember Busselmeyer? Uh, it's like I Pops Freshenmeyer like from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. It's either Phil Spray Double or Pops it's, Freshenmeyer.
0: <laughs> but in this case, it's Dutch Busselmeyer.
1: Yes, this is Dutch Busselmeyer. <laughs> and uh, okay. Shan Tweed's hanging around. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's basically yeah. true. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're Shan Tweed. So yeah, it's a fun one. I'm trying to get my own copy. It's a little tricky, but I'm going to get it soon. It's fun. We said it was a fun kind of dumb, kind of like we were talking about before. Right. So, well,
0: that seems to be what AIP specialized in.
1: So, that's a good one. I definitely recommend that one. Our next yeah. movie, let's we talk about Monroe Beeler some more, is Invasion Force. So, Man, this is Lynch. an interesting one.
0: Yeah, go ahead. And uh, David Shark it's almost like It's almost like Scream. Like what Scream was to horror mm-hmm. movies. This is like what... That would be to AIP. It's almost like a self referential yeah. um, movie. Yeah. You... Yeah, it's a bunch of AI, AIP cast members. They're making a movie, but then bad guys invade the set for real.
1: It, yeah, that's exactly the plot. So it's, you get all the people Shark Frail, you get Douglas Harder, a guy we mentioned in the last episode from uh, Rapid Fire, where you played uh, Pappy. Right.
0: And he brings a lot to, you know, whenever he's on screen.
1: Yeah, he's, just fun, he's just fun to watch. And this is we like this movie because it was kind of goofy. It was goofy fun, uh, and once you realize it's kind of a parody, you kind of enjoy it more.
0: And it does have action. It's kind of like saying, you know, could you know an AIP film set with like fake, you know, bullets and bombs fight against the bad guys of real bullets and bombs? Could that happen if they're clever enough?
1: what's funny? That would be an interesting double feature with the movie Contra Conspiracy. Right, which has almost exactly the same plot. It was like this is the same movie. <laughs> I but that would have I mean, Blake
0: Bonner and is not an AIP.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Blake Bonner uh, from Deadly Breed and of course Black Belt Two, Fatal Force. Right, with Brad Spider, Brad Spider. That that movie's gone too. Um. Yeah. So we like this one. It's kind of interesting. I don't want to give away too much. It's just kind of a, it's an interesting AIP to check out if you can.
0: Yes. Yeah. Especially if you've seen a lot of AIPs and it's. I think, is this the review where I said it's not exactly a behind-the-scenes documentary, but it's as close as you're going to get? Yeah,
1: that's what we wrote. Yeah, that's that's a good point.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's definitely um, an interesting AIP outing for that reason.
1: Our next movie is Firehead, a movie you mentioned previously, or aforementionedly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, I mean, um, <laughs> this
0: one is action with a bit of sci-fi
1: I'm well, I need Brett,
0: right, well, Brett Porter. Brett Porter, he played in the movie.
1: Oh no, no, I'm gonna check. I, no, that's his name in real life, isn't it?
0: Oh right, okay. It gets a little confusing at times.
1: Do you want to be Brett Porter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I would like to have those crazy powers that the guy has with like the he has like
1: laser. ESP, eyes.
0: ESP. He has laser eyes.
1: We posted this movie over ten years ago. And uh yeah, Ivan Tigor <laughs> is the firehead. He shoots laser his eyes and Chris Lemon, classic Chris Lemon in this movie. <laughs> What'd he say in line? He's like, Oh my god, or something like that. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, he had some line he, it over and over again. But I know this you know, it, uh, this had its own song for the special operations computer bank, which <laughs> when they go into this room called the Special Operations Computer Bank, there's this like song on the soundtrack like
1: do 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 do. Yeah, Which we call Special Operations Computer Bank. <laughs> we always we quote that now, ten years later. Special Operations Computer Bank. The, the movie is so weird because there's this great character named Smith. It's like this little girl.
0: Oh yes, I. Oh, it's great. I love that. Part by of
1: Lauren Levy. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> watch the movie just for her because she says all these you, funny stuff. She does something really funny. Will not will not uh give it away this is pure smith
0: Smith. Lauren levius smith steals the movie um, from all these great people like chris lemon and was it gretchen becker gretchen
1: becker christopher Plummer, and a special appearance by martin lando right all uh, all
0: these great people people. of course it's always templeton there's all martin lando's
1: always Yeah. uh, yeah, pendleton
0: Pendleton, Pendleton, and there's always a there's always a name like that, Pendleton, <laughs> Pendleton, something. And uh, but Smith is uh, yeah. really a great part of the movie that gives it this extra edge of being like kind of weird.
1: It's kind of weird. It has a funny song. And it has a there's something definitely off about the movie. And I yeah, that makes kind it of good.
0: fun. Yeah, the plot is very weird. It's it's like why is Chris Lemon fighting against some Russian guy who's like a super weapon who has laser <laughs> eyes and I it's just it doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense, which is what makes it good. And, um, yeah, the, I think Firehead's one of the better better movies yeah. we've mentioned so far. So that and um, Codename Vengeance.
1: Yes. I tried to put some of the good ones uh, in this list today. Our next movie – oh, also, that was directed by Peter Yuval, Firehead. Oh, right. Yeah. So, here's kind of a weird one, not really the best one, which is called The Big Sweat. Robert Zadar.
0: Uh, directed um, I by.
1: Yeah. Uli really like, mm-hmm.
0: I think he wanted to like, outdo these car movies from the 70s, like Bullet and French Connection. Because like most of the movie is Robert Zadar in a car.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I'd say 50 minutes, maybe even more. i It's like, this is barely a movie. <laughs> it's no, it's, yeah, it's
0: kind of haphazard. And then it's like, uh, what's his name in the movie? Because they remember he says, like, and it sounds vaguely French. Remember that oh, that's right.
1: That. I can look that up in a second. Just uh, I'm trying to remember. I definitely found that a time tunnel. Uh, I think that I might be gone because it's barely a movie. So,
0: wow, <laughs> oh, you, you've lost a lot of AIPs over the years.
1: Like, you know, I wrote down in my notes how many AIPs are gone, and it's a little bit too many. So, uh, Trudeau is his name. Right. Hey. And
0: um, yeah, I mean, Zidar's good, but the movie. It's missing certain things.
1: Yeah, he he couldn't save it all on his own, unfortunately. Because he, yeah, he has a, he has an upbeat personality, Trudeau. He has cigar, uh, Hawaiian. He's ordering a Hawaiian shirt. So,
0: <laughs> right, so. he's not the usual baddie. Like no, exactly.
1: No, he okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I cut you off.
0: No, I he usually plays a baddie. I miss he's not the baddie, right?
1: No, I don't think so. No. So, uh, I mean. If you can see this one for free, I would check it out just for the Zadar factor, but overall, it's not that good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not up there with uh, Firehead and the codename Vengeance. This is no. a lower down AIP.
1: We'll go to a good AIP or a really silly one the Revenger.
0: <laughs> Revenger. This Revenge is classic.
1: <laughs> well, Saxman is also what it's called.
0: <laughs> but I guess AIP didn't think that was actiony sounding enough, so they made up a word and. Um, and he's a revenger.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll read the plot. I didn't really read the plot of the Big Sweat. I don't know. No. Something about a car chase. Who cares? So it's like minute <laughs> <laughs> car chase. Yeah. <laughs> the revenger, The plot is Mike Keller, Frank Zagarino, pl- loves, lives to play smooth jazz. But then his uh, buddy Mackie, played by Arnold Vosloo, you know, gets into some trouble. And then Oliver Reed <laughs> is hanging around. He's the villain. I forget his name in the movie. The, oh jack fisher the kingpin jack fisher
0: um i remember that he plays smooth jazz on his sax and then yeah, he gets into a whole heap of trouble
1: that's basically it, it it's like the precursor to Striker, because streger is one of frank zagarino's best movies no matter what i mean it's one that it's a great movie overall also put out by yeah Eddie. there's no
0: question about that
1: yeah. we're going to talk about that one in a later uh installment the, um, but the revenger I, I remember liking the revenger yeah we actually enjoyed the revenger because in the beginning it's like working out frank zagarino and that's ridiculous <laughs> and then you got this goofy like car chase or kind of semi car chase with voslu and frank zagarino and oliver reed that has like a funny mustache <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need exactly so <laughs> it oliver so, reed yeah, was if in find revenger
0: i would say check it out
1: yeah, I, I picked up a copy uh, this past year, and it was it was fun. It was a good fun rewatch. Uh, anything else to say about this one? Oh, that's right, Steve McClintock. You know, oh, he's the, yeah, he he writes all these great songs for AIP. You know, I guess
0: that, I think that's a name that's gonna keep coming up yeah. again and again because he was a great songwriter and he would always have like one or two songs in these AIP movies that were every bit as good as the music that was on the radio at the time. I, I really think some company should release like a collection of Steve McClintock songs from that were in these movies on CD, vinyl, digital, some sort of format because they're, they're really good.
1: Well, it's interesting is that, well, the song is called it's still only love, which we said, it's I still only love. Yeah. yeah. Would that, would that make that up called do you remember love was that or was that a made up song
0: that once we get to rage to kill we'll have to discover that but yeah um, <laughs> it was that. and then the shack he did the song called the shack for um one of the aips that we'll be talking about and that's a really good one too
1: What which one was that one the shack
0: uh, you know th- off the top of my head to to pull that out of you know 70 AIP movies I, I'm not gonna be able to do that right <laughs> yeah, now we'll, we'll, we'll figure that, that out
1: yeah we'll do it in the next installment yeah so what we put on this one as a as kind of the uh the theme of the day really is uh the, we said the revenger is almost obviously audience insultingly stupid at times but it's not bad if that makes <laughs> any sense so that's kind of the theme of AIP. When we're still trying to
0: figure out the many colors of stupid. You
1: know? Exactly, and we when did we post this one? Wow, okay, so oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Owen's back. Wow, I love AIP. I can't do any more than wow, right. wow. Uh, 2013. That's a long time ago. So our next movie <laughs> is Fist of Steel. Oh. Amp. Remember Amp, played by our. our <laughs> uh right a uh, dale apollo cook
0: right right okay yes uh, amp yes now is this the one where they misspelled the name or is that, that something is
1: else american kickboxer 2 oh so it's right. dale apollo cook
0: yeah well yeah fist of steel um
1: is this one of the crazy sound effects yes it's almost non-stop punching <laughs> I, so if mean, you like punching, um... if you love punching, and who doesn't? But the amount of punching of people in this movie is crazy. <laughs> I, I rewatched. Of course, I rewatched it last year because I need my punchings. But I was like, "Whoa, there's so many people getting punched in the face." <laughs> it's like, but, and,
0: yeah. and, but it's it's not just that people are being punched yeah. in the face. They're yeah. always accompanied by this very sort of. Obvious, egregious yeah. punch noise, right? Yeah,
1: punch. Yeah, you always hear in these movies. It's, it's so you hear it about hundred plus times. So if you don't mind that, you'll love Fist of Steel.
0: <laughs> Can you do an impression of the noise?
1: Um, maybe like. <laughs> so you hear that
0: noise hundreds of times in the movie.
1: Well, we'll talk about a little bit of the plot, which is basically uh, amp. Played by Dale Cook. It's in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. He has to fight uh, Ned Harani. And uh, Mike Monty's in this movie. And uh, Cynthia Khan, Nick Nicholson, Chris Aguilar.
0: Oh, so they did this one in the Philippines.
1: Yes, definitely. Oh, Douglas? Oh, okay. So the main bad guy is named Mainframe. And he's played by a guy named Greg Douglas. Oh, okay. Do you remember Mainframe?
0: (laughs) No, I don't.
1: He's like this kind of super, kind of meathead type of guy. Like, I'm gonna get you, Amp. <laughs>
0: <So it's, laughs> well, that does sound kind of familiar, actually.
1: So yeah, he says the mini boss is played by Don Nakaya Nielsen. <laughs>
0: oh, and well, I guess you always gotta have a mini boss.
1: Because it's basically like a video game, just non-stop punching for 90 plus minutes. This is a good one because it's you know it's directed by Teddy Page. It's just oh. it's it, everybody, as I just said, it's filled with. Face palm dialogue, brain cell depleting fights, and goofy costumes—you can't help but love it. <laughs>
0: well, that sounds good, actually. I mean, sounds I'm, good. Not, I'm saying this like I haven't seen it. I've seen the movie. I just my memory is a little uh, shallow on this.
1: <laughs> Our next movie, which I was going to mention earlier, but I forgot to say it, which was Death Chase. But we already talked about Death Chase in the uh, Death
0: episode. Just in the interest of completeness, why don't we just quickly talk about Death Chase?
1: Okay, so this has Bill Zip right? Is, is this a Bill Zip vehicle?
0: Oh, yeah, this is like his moment in the sun, because Zip's all over this.
1: Yeah, it's Zip versus Paul L. Smith.
0: I so, don't and, and what a team that is. But,
1: um... Yeah, you know you know, so it's
0: like the game, right? It's like the game.
1: Well, his name right. is Chase. Uh, Bill oh, Zip. of course
0: it is, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, surviving the game, and then it's fun. It's... As you keep saying over and over now, it's dumb fun, so... Um, um, so they're chasing
0: him and he's like, what's going on with my life? And like this evil couple yeah. people are like kind of chasing after him. He doesn't know why, but he, maybe yeah, exactly. he's a pawn in some sort of game
1: by a bunch of oligarchs. Yes, these dang oligarchs. <laughs> yeah, they, had, a, they have a meeting all the time. Like, what's going on with this Chase character? You know, I mean, the fact
0: that his name is Chase was a stroke of genius by the writers.
1: <laughs> you know, we we'll love it. I, is that on DVD or Blu-ray? I'm convinced it is, or it, it, isn't
0: it, it is I'm not. Oh. I can check that if while we talk, but I didn't think it was.
1: Okay, um, maybe I was imagining it. I thought maybe not it was. too many okay.
0: AIP movies are on Blu-ray uh, at this oh, at the time of this point. recording, but yeah. some of, um, you know, they could be and should be, and maybe a company like Vinegar Syndrome will do like a box set or
1: something. Be great, get a them <laughs> out there. Because here's a movie that should be on the box set, which is our, our final two, which is Kick or Die. So now I still have this oh. one. <laughs> oh, good. And I, so because it's this movie is ridiculous. This is one of our first A.P. movies we ever watched, Kick or Die.
0: Yeah, because you found it a time tunnel.
1: So it sounds like Kick or Die. I have to buy this movie immediately. <laughs> but this minimal kicking and minimal dying.
0: But that wasn't the original title. I think, once again, AIP changed the title to make it more, you know, to action it up.
1: Yeah, I think it was also called, oh, No Hard Feelings.
0: Right, so if you think about it, uh, AIP probably looked at that and said, well, we can't have a movie with the word feelings in the title. We're going to have to call it Kick (laughs) Kick or Die.
1: And you got this stupid guy that kind of looks like Kevin Bernhardt, but not really. He kind of looks like Mark Summers. (laughs) uh, He's a hero? Yeah. If you look at the cover of Kick or Die, it's like, that's not Kevin Bernhardt. Oh, he's cover. The cover, I'm saying, look at the cover of Kick or Die, and the the tagline says, he's the ultimate kick-fighting machine. There's a guy on the cover that looks suspiciously like Mark Summers. (laughs) Like Mark (laughs) Summers mixed with Robert Ginty.
0: Wow. (laughs) I mean, they had an association with Ginty. They should have had an association with Mark Summers. Um, (laughs) I said it should have been an action star, which we might have mentioned in the past. Um, well,
1: the plot of this one is that there's a you know evil attacker on the loose in uh, on these college campuses, and then Don Potter, played by Kevin Bernhardt, not Daniel, Kevin Bernhardt. They you know he teaches these women to have you know do self defense classes. I mean, there's, like a, there's like an evil boyfriend with one of the women. It's like a drama, really. <laughs> it's like yeah, a lifetime yeah. drama with maybe some very light kicking and dying. <laughs>
0: so, you know. But this, I think, this was all part of AIP's plot to turn kick fighting into a thing. I know we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it is very relevant. They tried to, they kind of came up with this term kick fighting, and they put it in titles, they put it on the box, I think even on the spine of a box. It says kick fighting as like the genre of movie. They really tried to turn kick fighting into like a national um, uh, trend, I guess, or just something popular.
1: It should have been, you know, you know, Bloodsport was hot. Kickboxing was hot. So kick fighting, it's like it's
0: <laughs> right. They said this was their niche. This is the thing they've got. We've got yeah. kick fighting. We're gonna run with this kick fighting all the way. Because um,
1: the now to recommend kick or die. I'm not sure. It's it depends
0: if you like that sort of Lifetime esque drama. If you do, yeah. then yeah, you should check it out because it does it there is some action and not a lot, but there is some action in with it.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to watch, at least, because like this is yeah. definitely a low-budget movie. But something about it is kind of hypnotic, because it's like, this is junky, maybe it'll get better. <laughs> but well, then it doesn't, but yeah, it's, like, yet. Like, it's still like yeah.
0: <laughs> That we mentioned um, when we watched The Instructor, which is like, what is this? You know, you ask yourself that, like, what is this? Who yeah. made this? What's going on?
1: Yeah, you put your hands up in the air like, what, is, what the heck is going on? <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's not quite as weird as that sounds, but you might do that where you throw your hands up and go, what the heck is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, who <laughs> so, yeah. would watch this? You know, Who watches this? I mean, who left it. it? Yeah.
1: Um, what's the other thing? Like, why am I still watching it? But yeah, I'm still watching it.
0: <laughs> well, you want to see if uh, the, the girls uh, can take Kevin Bernhardt's advice and beat up the baddies.
1: Well, I mean, I guess I would recommend it. I mean, if you can... Find it. I'm, hopefully, it's cheap. It really, should be like a dollar, That's probably pretty rare.
0: <laughs> so, well, yeah, it was a dollar, I think, at some point. Maybe yeah, when you found dollar, it, was
1: a dollar. Time Tunnel or twenty-five cents. It's like, but because uh, think about that for Time Tunnel. Wish we can go back because if we, yeah, I and know. I wish. T- go ahead. Oh,
0: I said in a Time Tunnel we could go back.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, in a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because think about this for a second. If we knew all the information we know now, let's uh, so yeah. say eight to ten years later. And we would know what the AIP looks like on the spine. You can see any title you get, you get it more. I say it's every day to you. I
0: I know, I know. But we we just, we did find some and we should be happy to find the ones we found.
1: Exactly. Um, We're looking for the ultimate AIP movie. I know. I'm going to say it. Burning Vengeance.
0: I know, it's the most wanted movie that we've ever wanted. I mean, it's, yeah. it's we just it's been on our want list for
1: well a while. It feels, you know, like, forever. It feels like forever, but it's only been on our want list for two years because we used to use that site called Critcon, and they had a bunch of AIP photos. so I just went by that to look for everything. They didn't have Burning Vengeance, because that's all we had oh, back Burning Vengeance is,
0: yeah, critical yeah. condition, they sell CritCon. Oh, yeah. they, um, it's so rare, it's not even on CritCon. And it's never been on YouTube, as far as we know, and no sellers ever have no. it. It's just, it's, you have to find it at a flea market.
1: Yes, and that's what my you know my research has brought me to, is i got to find it at a, a random flea market. We don't know. It could be in Connecticut, it could be in New York, I have no idea. So, you know, we'll never know. I'm I'm always looking for it, so...
0: Like I said, I had that dream where I found it, but I, I know that's what a dream. It I, was warped. Yeah, right? I have a dream. Where I, yeah. But the tape was
1: warped in the dream.
0: <laughs> I found, I, I was driving my car and I saw it out of the corner of my eye on the ground. So I pulled over and, um, it was out of the box. So like there was the tape was like in one part on the sidewalk and the boxes on the other part. So I, I obviously I saw was Burning Vengeance so I ran over to it but then the tape was warped, had this big like wave in the plastic so you couldn't put it in the VCR and that's all I remember of the dream.
1: It's a good dream because that was the closest we've gotten to Burning Vengeance. <laughs> yeah, I mean it <added> has <laughs> it literally in our dreams. <laughs> you always hear that it it's like someone wants to date a girl like in your dreams. It's like...
0: Yeah, that yeah. happened in valentine
1: i think oh that um, happened in valentine who, who said that uh marley um, shelton or
0: was it, it marley maybe, shelton yeah. oh. I, one of the one of the girls in the beginning when um they're turning down um what's his name i forget his name in the movie Did The nerd. Nir- f-
1: oh, yeah. oh right yes yeah 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 so the nerd in the uh, beginning yeah. yeah yeah let me just double check if that was marley shelton i think it was right so.
0: Well, I don't remember who said what.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: no, it wasn't Marley Shelton because it would be the younger version of Marley Shelton.
1: Oh, okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> So um, Our last movie uh is another kick movie because we're ending on two kicks, which is Kick Fighter, just regular Kick Fighter. And uh,
0: uh, I know we've mentioned this before because this this is the classic where Richard Norton pl- in the beginning of the movie is supposed to be 9 years old. <laughs>
1: I can't help it. we got to even mention every episode. We're probably going to mention it again. It again, um, we we'll talk about Richard Norton of, of Connoisseur in a couple weeks. I'm so sure if, we will. Yeah. I want to get the plot of this for just a second. Okay, so Kickfighter from 1987. Okay, so <laughs> a young scrappy street kid named Ryan Travers, nine years old, played by Richard Norton. <laughs> uh, he goes to jail, and then let's see here. What? Well, the most interesting part of the movie, you know, it's a classic punch, kind of a more of a boxing movie, not really a punch fighting or kick fighting movie. Because they yeah, added kick fighter, not a uh, a kick fighting movie. Because I have Return of the Kick Fighter, yeah. Um, where it says hey, it a Richard Norton is.
0: Is that in name only, or is that a it's, sequel?
1: It's in name only because that's AKA Mission Terminate. But what's funny is it says Richard Norton is back in Return of the Kick Fighter, hmm. <laughs> or Revenge of the Kick Fighter. It's one of those.
0: And so, in the background it just says like kick fighting, kick fighting, kick yeah. fighting. <laughs> and they were they were really pushing that.
1: It's it's on the box at least fifty times. It's really hilarious.
0: <laughs> like that's the background. So you see a picture of Richard Norton who's like shirtless and yeah. I guess posing, but the background that he's standing in front of is just the word kick fighting over and over yeah, again. Over and over and
1: over again. It's really, really funny. <laughs> When I posted that, I think it posted on Instagram. It was funny. Like, what's the title again? You know? <laughs> yes. yeah, how do you miss that? Um,
0: well, if you were in a video store in 1987 exactly. or nine, um, and you saw that, you'd say, "I, I will rent this now."
1: I, and I finally got our friend Brendan uh, got it for me, and they're very nice of them. Um, should I mention the, the the real credit at the end of the movie because it's so weird? Because if you the movie is uh, Richard Norton fights Benny the Jet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? There's like a, do you remember the coda, the end credits coda at the end?
0: I remember that there was an end credits coda. Well, it's just like a bunch of credits. Like, um, Benny the Jet yeah, has one,
1: one. Yeah, it says, In real life, Benny the Jet Eureka Dez is a true undefeated world champion kickboxer with a ring record of 57-0 to 0 with 49 knockouts. The final bout in this film is dedicated to all of his opponents who wish they could have had a similar result in their bout with the Jet. <laughs>
0: Right, so it's <laughs> almost like, you know, those Don um, the Dragon movies where they put the, you know, like their stats in the credits, but and this is that. even more. It's almost like a tribute to the people that have lost it's the like, penny to Jim. Yeah, it's
1: like, hey, look, but Richard Norton beat him in a movie. It's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah it <laughs> so that's the end of the part one list I have. Um, OK, so that, that was fun. Um, yes. We'll do the other kick fighting movies uh soon and uh, maybe i can give like a preview of what we have coming up um uh, i don't no, know no previews but keep yeah. fighting is in the title <laughs> so i'll just say that so um, and maybe some other names you'll uh, you'll love to hear so. <laughs> so
0: i think see i think that's enough suspense for people i think that um you know if they like this aip episode or they're interested at all in aip I, i'm guessing they're going to tune in for the next installment sure
1: I hope, so. I hope they do, and I hope people watch some of these movies like Firehead or uh, what Codename Vengeance. Well, let's
0: do, maybe we should recap the best from this bunch. So, Firehead, Codename Vengeance, or um, some of the other better Kick ones. Fighter. Maybe Revenger.
1: <laughs> Revenger, maybe Kickfighter, and then maybe uh, that's it, maybe Alien Seed. So
0: Yeah, and, and that's pushing it a little bit. I you know. I know that's,
1: that's like, watch that last
0: kind of like fist of steel yeah we maybe could rec- recommend that but it's, it's a bit be, of
1: a push it's because it, but it's so much punching my, my brain was uh pretty uh, punched out i <laughs> that's that saying crazy. something you know the amount of punch but, fighting movies i've seen and that was like too much punching for me it's like <laughs> that almost wow. almost broke the limit <laughs> uh that's uh, it i guess we can uh shoot the our links and such i mean um,
0: well, the first thing I wanted to do, oh, just see, in case, um, is I wanted to plug DTV Digest. Yes, because go ahead. I, on um, the last episode, I read that email, which is very lengthy. And just because of the – after all that, I, just, I didn't even mention DTV Digest because <laughs> well, just cause the way I had it on the screen, it was like the right, bottom was cut right. off. And it's completely unintentional on my part. And I did mention this on a Connoisseur's service podcast when we were on that, but I do want to plug uh, Richard Hawes' DTV Digest. So just look that up because I want to make sure people go to that. Um,
1: Yeah. It's a great place. I look at it all the time.
0: Yeah. So everyone check out DTV Digest. Now, as far as us – you know we're on all the podcatchers, yep. and um and Ty, and if you want to email us it's crpodcast at yahoo Yeah,
1: and we're on the Twitter. I'll I'll switch it around. So we're on Twitter. We got it under Ty comeuppance, and then we're on um, Instagram is Thai Action Rocks, which I posted sex crimes <laughs> today. Right. Who so, are the stars of Sex Crimes? Uh, <laughs> Maria Richwine and Jeffrey Osterhaven. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and briefly actors, as I said
0: earlier um, <laughs> yeah. it's actually um, you know it's. You, I think people might be surprised at how not surprised. bad the movie is
1: I, I thought okay I'm ready I'll watch it I'm ready for this junk uh, fest oh this really isn't that bad <laughs> I kind of got yes. hooked in
0: yeah so if you like Maria Richwine and Jeffrey Osterhage or however you yeah, say Oster it Hage, yeah. <laughs> um, that's the movie for you um, uh, but it all just goes to show that there was a lot of choices and a lot of great selection back in the classic days of the video store, which absolutely. is what we're always celebrating.
1: Which is funny you mentioned that because I was going to kind of promote, because this is our last podcast for, well, I guess we'll post it in the new year, but this last, we have some great guests coming up in the new year. So we have uh, Connoisseur and we have uh, Richard Hawes will be back and Mitch Lovell will be back, the video vacuum. We got, uh, Robert Lee from the MTB podcast. Hope I'm saying that one right. And and more. So wow, <laughs> it's going to be so really fun to yeah, You're
0: scheduling all that so people can have that to look forward to all these great guests.
1: So, so get ready for that. And a lot of it's going to be on video store memories. That's why when you said that, it made me think of it. So we'll have Oh, yeah. Two. They, yeah. Yeah. So Robert's going to be uh, talking about his video store memories soon. So we're working on that. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure.
0: But, yeah and um yeah if someone hasn't been on the show before obviously the, one of the yeah. first things they are gonna ask yeah. them about is the video store memories
1: <laughs> that's usually um, what we do you, it's like you yeah, haven't been on the yeah. show before you got video store memories you do come, happy to listen <laughs> come, on, come on board come but um
0: uh, did, did you want to plug anything else
1: oh there's a the website instagram um,
0: or oh I, shout-outs.
1: <laughs> I have no shout outs <laughs> I, right. yeah. uh, I did instagram i did twitter facebook is the website name come up which is. Connected to the website itself, comeuppancereviews.net. Right.
0: Yeah, I knew we were forgetting something. Comeuppancereviews.net, which is where all this stuff stems from.
1: Yeah, take a look at the AIP reviews, you know, and uh, we'll be back for more in the new year. We Thanks sure for will, listening, man. by the way. Thanks for listening all this uh, throughout 2020. So, oh, yes. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I do want to thank all the listeners yeah. for sticking with us. All the warriors, us. Right? Uh, Yeah, all the comeuppance warriors. Yeah. You are warriors um, for listening throughout 2020. And... I guess appreciate 2019 one. as well. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate um, it. Yeah, we really appreciate that. We want to thank you for that. And um, there's going to be more to come in
1: 2021. So as Dolph Lundgren would say, goodbye. <laughs> yes, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. The love could make me whole Hey mom, can I have a fanny bag for my birthday? (laughs) So